What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey! And the Jack Tripper of our threes company, Charlie Hickman. Uh-huh. All nice. right. No misunderstanding that. Thank you. That's right. Oh, that's <laughs> Thank, a good... you. Thank you guys so much for joining us. While you're here, we'd love to interact with you, so make sure you comment down. Just remember, nice about it. And then whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening in on the audio version of the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, make sure to go ahead and hit that thumbs up or the star rating or whatever you click and subscribe. Dylan is going to come to your house. He's going to reverse all of your. So right now it's winter time. You should have your ceiling fan. So the air up, Mm -hmm. air down. You're going to be freezing at night. Tell you. Freezing cold. Freezing cold. Freezing cold. (laughs) All right. And then you can come back here every Wednesday to see uh, what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic. We are doing our top three (laughs) 80s sitcoms. This list are for these guys. I had a hard time with this list. (laughs) I'm the only one that was actually born in the 80s. So I wasn't that old when these shows came out. That's a good point. How, how do you That's- how do you guys feel? You guys were excited to do this one, and I know some of the ep- some of the things on your list. So, uh, so look the the eighties. Uh, look, it's not about it's not about what you know, bro. It's not it's and it's certainly not about when you were born. I think it's a convenient excuse to say it was before my time, which most things are before your time. It's you know. Oh, you know, and we kind of pick and choose, you know, you know, with the, the band, the Beatles were before my time, but I'm aware of the Beatles. Uh, you've heard of Beethoven. He was long before our time. Uh, Shakespeare, a little guy named Shakespeare before our time. So Never I mean, so much of what we know and is just kind of what we're introduced to and when we're introduced to it. And most of my shows, I don't know because of the 80s. I know because of Nick at Night uh, and oh, DVD yeah. and then now streaming. So I'm just saying, you know, uh, there, if you're if you're old like us. Then there'll be some nostalgia in this, but if you're young and you don't know these shows, uh, there some a lot of them are going to be streaming, and they might be fun for yeah. some nostalgia, uh, like just to see what uh, you know, to get in the time capsule, see what life was like in the in the eighties. And to quote Charlie, these shows are the equivalent of the Beatles and Beethoven. That's right. Did you know he had that? <laughs> he puts it on his Christmas tree every year. It's horrifying. <laughs> Well, I also send a picture of my kids holding it up. Normally, they stick their tongue out or something. I send them a picture every year. It's like it's it's a Christmas tradition. Like I, I will say that it, the equivalent of watching t- today in the year 2022 of watching a show from 1980, which was for those of you keeping score mathematically at home, 42 years ago, is like it's like the equivalent of watching a television show from 1944 in the year 1980. So. these these are these are old these are old old shows i i had to look up i had to make sure that tv was even invented in 1944 we're going in the wayback machine so uh this these are some old shows none of them are in black and white but uh you know uh with, with, with some grace uh a lot of the content i'm sure you know probably hasn't held up nor should it after 40 years hopefully we've evolved yeah. some as a society uh but Still some some fun uh, fun TV shows I'm sure we'll get a chance to talk about. Curious to see what your list is, bro. Probably going to all be shows that debuted in 1989. No, I actually, I actually set rules for myself. Okay, I actually did. 
And I what were the rules? I probably made this list way harder on myself. If this was a show that came out in like even the late eighties, right? And I'm I'm like an eight. Uh, but I primarily watched it in the nineties. I didn't really. Wow. There's one show that's kind of on the edge. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you definitely made it harder on yourself. So that's yeah. What was that? Were there any other rules or? No rules. That was no your rules. only. Oh. <laughs> the only rule is no I, rules. Because I, you know, if it's a show that that went from like. 1989 through 1999 and i pretty much watched it from 1995 till 1999 can i really count that as an 80s sitcom yeah no i'm I'm with you like i like i didn't put seinfeld on my list even though it debuted in like 88 just because that feels like such a quintessential 90s show uh but but there are shows that i didn't know existed until the 90s that were from the 80s that i discovered on the glorious nick at night uh what a joyous what a joyous network we'll talk more though uh who's starting us off Okay, so we are going to go myself and Dylan Charlie. Hey, I know those guys. All right, let's do it. Grab that going. There we go. There we go. All right. Now, question. Do you guys think there's going to be any crossovers? Yes. Yes. Think so? I would be I I would well, be surprised. I, I I would absolutely flabbergasted if Dylan and I don't have at least one crossover, and I wouldn't be shocked if if all three of us had one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think you two will have. That's that's not because mine are so much better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, my, fine taste. All right, Pinky's out, Brody. Three, What's your my show? number three. I'm not sure how I found this show. I'm not sure how I started watching this show. It must have been on some sort of syndication. It's not a super old show, but somehow I have memories of watching this show whenever I could. And that's Night Court. Oh, that's good. And this went this, from like... This is, this is a super old show, bro. This is, this is, we're, we're almost 40. It's, it's almost 40. It's 38 years old. <laughs> when did this come out? When did this start? 84. 80, okay, that's pretty old. For some reason, I was thinking it was like an 80. But, but go on. It, preach it, brother. It's a great show. So I, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember how I started watching. It must have just been on TV, like in the afternoon or something like that. And I stumbled across it. And I just remember really liking this show as like a seven or eight-year-old. I, I'm sure a ton of the jokes just flew right over my head. Um, you know, John Lorcat, I, I know, was like... The, the flirty guy with all the ladies and so i i'm sure i didn't pick up on any of that stuff but it was just a, this silly show and i always got excited to watch it and i like i said I, I i don't i don't have like i couldn't tell you like a specific episode that i'm like oh man i loved this episode i just remember like oh, wait. anytime mel torme showed up because harry anderson well at least the judge harry loved mel torme mm-hmm. uh, i don't remember any specifics but I remember really liking this. And so when I was kind of doing my research for this, I was like, man, I remember really liking that. So <laughs> made it onto my list. Number three, Night Court. Night Court. Night. All right, Dylan, I believe you're second. Well, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. Ah. Be right for you may not be right for some. 
That's different strokes, folks. Different strokes move the world. Yes, it does. 1978 to 1986, starring Gary Coleman, wow. Arnold, I guess soon be Drummond, Todd Bridges, uh, Conrad um, Bain, Dana Plato, and Charlotte Ray, by the way, who started off Mrs. Garrett in this mm -hmm. and then went to the Facts of Life. Uh, when I was a kid, my brother and I watched this show all the time. We loved it. There were like a lot of episodes, like it, there were several, like a lot of seasons, and they went through a lot of different. I don't want to say versions, but they had a lot of like several different additions, iterations, whatever have you. But you know what you talking about, Willis? Talk about basically. Uh, you'll see as you see on the poster right here. Uh, it, it, and it was like flabbergasting at the time because this older, this older white guy who's got like a teenage daughter, you know, I had forgotten that it was like their maid or something like that passed away and she had two kids. And so they, he adopted the two kids and shocker because it was the eighties. They're black, a white guy with two black kids. It's shocking. It's never been done before. <laughs> Even back then I was like, why are people so surprised? Like it doesn't, I mean, it makes sense, you know? So it's not flabbergasting or anything like that. Come on. But everybody thought yeah. it was kind of thing. But hey, you know what? You had lightning in a bottle because all these people with their with their characters and their talent and the messages that they were trying to send out. It was it was a fun show, and uh, you know the family family we all gathered and we watched it. Lots and lots of fun. You guys ever seen the show? Yes. Come on. What, what season? What season was the redhead stepchild added? Oh. oh. I was actually just thinking about that where he's all like, Mr. D, and I'm like, oh, kid. I have, I have weird flashes of some of these 80s. <laughs> as I was thinking through my list because there are shows like this that I watched as a kid but have not watched since. And I have like weird yeah. flashes of like, there was a steroid episode, which was like, you know, uh, there was like, guy, like Hector, uh, maybe Hector Alizondo. Not, not, oh, not Hector Alizondo. Uh, oh my gosh. Maybe Lou Hector Ferrigno Alizondo. or someone. No, Lyle, Lyle Alzano, something like that. It was like Lyle a bodybuilder, yeah, and, yeah, and there's like a whole um, not not the guy from the Princess Diaries, but the other guy. Uh, <laughs> and there was like a very special episode, like where they very had like the warning, episode. you know, there's uh, before and this. So there were, I have these weird flashes. Not by the way, I don't know what kind of Alan Thick wrote the theme song, so that little bit of trivia, and then also it was I just all the all the children actors, the poor children actors from that show. That was a yeah a curse a cursed set. My goodness, I, I I I hope it was a better set, and they just like were partying some other place because out of all the people who are on this particular poster, the only one still alive is Todd Bridges. Everybody else has passed away, but I mean, like Dana Plato, he's the saddest. But I mean, either yeah. way, I'm I'm. This is one of those I haven't revisited. I haven't seen it on streaming, but when I was a kid, we loved it. We always watch it. And I try to put myself kind of back there and be like, what did I, what I really want to see when, when I was like a kid in the eighties, yeah. this is definitely one of them. I have not revisited, but, no, that's good. but I remember that. You should revisit it. Go binge it. Give us a review. All right, is, yeah. We'll give it. I it want to anywhere? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. But I, if it is, we'll, we'll have Bring the it. Dylan different strokes challenge and see, uh, no. I want you to watch every episode. And then I want, I want to like a, a special podcast. Of you just reviewing every different strokes episode. Every, every single one. <laughs> every everyone. Everyone. I'll be like, be called, what, what you talking about, Two Dong? And it'll be a, 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 Ooh, I like a, it. a gift. A gift to the world for Christmas. 
Uh, wow. Branding. Folks, kindly comment down below if you would be interested in that. And I would be <laughs> flabbergasted. Yeah, if we get if three I comments for any... Dylan to do it, he's got to do it. Just three. That's all we need. In his contract. This right. in his contract. It's in his contract. Yeah. If there's three. So, Charlie, Brody, you weren't, you weren't sure if there'd be any crossovers with your fancy hoity-toity list. But check out my number three because, bam, right off the oh, bat, we whoa, already got a crossover. Same number three, even. The same Nightcore. number. Yeah, nice. this was uh, a show that I caught in, the, in bits and pieces as a child. Uh, so uh, allow me to pontificate yeah. a little bit. Uh, you know, as Ooh. if you're if you're a younger person, if you're a younger person watching this, you know, you're growing up in a world where you have so much um, content curation, right? So adults can kind of watch things in their own time. There's lots of great family programming, and there's devices available like iPads and, and laptops, so you can separate the entertainment as well. But as a kid growing up, you had like one TV in a house and whatever was on was on. So if my parents wanted to watch a TV show, that was the TV show. And so uh, we watched a lot of like, you know, just sitcoms in the background in the 80s. And this was one that I just kind of caught as a kid. And then in reruns and syndication and stuff like that. And just fell in love with it. It's, it's a great show. Uh, it almost didn't even get made in 1980. Like in 1984, like 83, they filmed the pilot. They were they were worried that Harry Anderson didn't have enough acting experience. And so literally it took like four shows getting canceled. Like boom, like in succession, like all these new shows failing for them to even put it on the air. And then it became a huge hit. Um, and it, it's a really, really fun show. Uh, a lot of like a great cast, very talented, very funny actors. We lost Marky Post last year, sadly. Uh, but you oh, know, uh, and and we, Harry Anderson a few years before that. But well, just a really talented cast. Um, a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, it's just a fun, a fun setup. The idea of Night Court uh, in the '80s, where you get just a really bright, colorful, you know, cast of characters, and it's it's a neat like little setup for uh, for you know some of the some just some gags and funny things. Um, but you know, they, they had a perfect finale, season eight, a beautiful finale. And the show was supposed to be done, and then it, it, that season it, it ended. They decided to bring it back for season nine, and absolutely ruined it. Horrible, oh. horrible season nine, with a terrible ending. So bad, in fact, that in the show Thirty Rock, uh, one of the cast members reunites the cast of Night Court, at least whoever was available, no John Lorquette, to come oh. on the show to film to film a uh, a Night Court finale. A, a, like a better Night Court finale that the character uh, <laughs> Kenneth had written. So if you've never seen, if you like Night Court, you've never seen Thirty Rock uh, season three, episode three. Uh, it's a great, it's a great little, a great little episode within an episode. Uh, if you're a, a Night Court fan, or if you're a Thirty Rock fan and you saw that, check out Night Court. It is streaming on uh, Amazon Prime, oh. uh, free with free with ads. So hmm. I know. Yeah. So yeah, if you nostalgic, hey, if you're nostalgic for the '80s, you're nostalgic for ads. Oh, that's Why true. not? <laughs> Bro, they call them commercial breaks. <laughs> commercial breaks. Why not? Right. Experience well, Charlie, as we did. Charlie, this is a great pick. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. All right. Number two. My number two. Yes. This is the one that was kind of on the edge, but watching it in the 80s. And then also watched it. But I remember watching it in the 80s. That's what matters. And that's Full House. Oh, makes you feel you good. Go. It makes you feel good. What a feel good show. No, it's just this big family living in a house. You know, you had cool Uncle Jesse. You had funny Uncle Uncle Danny. Right? That was his name? Oh, no, he wasn't an uncle because he was the dad. Uncle Joey. No, Joey. Joey. Danny was the dad. Joey was and the And Uncle funny. Jesse. And Uncle yeah. Jesse. Yeah. And so, you know, you just had like 
like just funny moments. There was always hijinks going on because there was all these people. And then as the show went went on, they somehow fit more people in the house. Uncle Jesse's wife like moved in also, and then they started having all these. It, it was a full house. No wonder I like house. having so many people in my house. Maybe it just takes me back, makes me feel like I have a full house. What I did there. I, <laughs> I see it. <laughs> yeah, I just I remember as a kid really enjoying this. It, it was funny. It good time. Yeah. Now, have you watched Fuller House? Which I is that the is that Netflix? Yeah, I think that's on Netflix, and I don't have Netflix. Not partaken in Fuller House. I, you know, I don't know it. It. I enjoyed this when I was a kid. <laughs> would I have Would I have watched this show if I was a, a forty year old man right now? Not. But, <laughs> but you know what? As a, kid, as a kid, I really enjoyed it. What, Dylan? I was wondering if Charlie saw Fuller House. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, neither of them. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if my kids might like They might. I wonder, I'm sure it's kind of sad with the, with the passing of Bob Saget. I, I'm not sure how they handled that on the show, but I'm sure they had some emotional episodes. But there you go. There's my number two. I liked it oh. as a kid, and it came out in the 80s. I watched it in the 80s. Number two. <laughs> there you go. All nice. right, two Don, what you got? My number two, I went back and forth, but I, I had to go with Perfect Strangers. Uh, I almost put Perfect Strangers. I love Perfect Strangers. I loved it growing up. That was one the whole family would come and watch from uh, 87 to 93. Uh, Bronson Pinchot is Balky Bartakamos. Oh, Balky. Uh, yeah, Mark Lynn, Mark Lynn Baker uh, is Larry Appleton, and he's on She-Hulk. He plays uh, the dad. And you know what? I actually messaged him on Facebook. So humiliating. He never, <laughs> he never looked at it or anything. I saw him on Facebook. I'm like, can't be the same guy. It can't. And he was there. It was actually him. And I'm like, I got to do it. I don't know why. I have to do it. What, what did you say? I was just, I, I just said that. Did, did you say, hey, I know we're perfect strangers, but I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> I almost actually did that. <laughs> I just told him that. It, it, I, it, Perfect Strangers came back on Hulu and I was like, wow, you know, all right, I'll revisit this. And it was surprisingly emotional. Like, I loved it as a kid and I showed my wife some of this and she actually really enjoyed it. And for some reason, I was really happy that she was, like, watching it. And I'm like, I'm this adult, this married person who watched this as a kid. And I remember as a kid being like, I wonder if I'm going to, like, watch this, you know, as a grown-up, you know, the wife. And I'm like, beyond anymore. I don't know how I'll see it, but and then actually getting to do it. And so I actually typed that to him. I'm like, I got to do this. And like, you really, you were a contributing factor, you know, the entertainment in my childhood. And I just, you know, just wanted to say thanks. And I, like I said, I never heard back. But fantastic TV show, folks. It's uh, another take on The Odd Couple. And it is full of absolute heart. Um, you know, they're cousins. And Balky comes from, you know, uh, Mipos. It's like a Greek island. And you know, Larry's this uptight, uh, business-driven individual who's terrible at business. And he, then they, he, for some reason, he wants to be a reporter in like the third season or something. I don't know, but their their chemistry unbelievable. Um, Melanie Wilson played Jennifer, and um, oh, was that is that Rebecca? Rebecca Arthur played uh, Marianne, their love interests, and uh, they were all on the, uh, you know, I'm never maybe not in every single episode, but I thought it was fantastic. I loved it, and. Uh, lovely 80s nostalgia not yeah 80s i almost said i thought i said 90s for a second but i don't know it's 80s 
my my wife and I did the Black Friday uh, deal for Paramount Plus. So we we've been watching a sitcom on there called Ghosts, which is which is very funny. Uh, and Mark Lynn Baker uh, makes an appearance on there as a as like a, a very small side character. And, and I got really excited and and he came to the door and I was like, oh, look at them. They're perfect strangers. And I look at my <laughs> wife like, and she just kind of, she's just blinking at me. She has no, like, I, you're saying normal words, but you're looking at me like they're supposed to mean something other than what you're saying. And I'm like, like the show, perfect strangers. And she's like, no, I, 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 that doesn't exist. That's not a thing that exists in the world. So uh yeah all right we're old and and uh for shame for shame so but yeah good show good choice my wife's young she watched it it was good i was really i, I don't know so happy she it's watched on me it. i have not shown it to her that is my fault that's on me and speaking of on you now it's your number two all right, all right. now my number my number two is a show that technically debuted in the 70s uh but it is such a good show and it had delightful three three delightful seasons in the 80s from 78 to 85 this is one that I didn't discover until watching Nick at Night in the early 90s. Uh, so, look, I've always been a bit of an insomniac, even as a child. And so uh, even when I was in elementary school, it was mostly late nights, uh, midnights, and 1 a.m.s. And around that time, uh, once I was uh, I no longer had a bedroom, so I was sleeping in a, on a couch in a room that had a television, it became very easy to just pop on TV <laughs> at all times of the night and or day. And so I, I started watching, you know, a lot of black and white, like Dobie Gillis and Gilligan's Island and all these crazy weird shows uh, that I'm that were probably, you know, recent, <laughs> recent to the year that I was watching. Uh, and so finally, uh, you know, as, as the 90s rolled in from the eight, we, we rolled the calendar from the 80s to the 90s. We start, started getting some more recent shows like the 1978 classic Taxi, which was just filled with an incredible cast of yeah. delightful actors mm -hmm. and actresses and characters. Um, I. I, I just I loved it. And, it, you know, it it, mm. it was instantly funny to me and weighty at times. Uh, it, it had some, you know, you know he heavier dealt with issues. Um, it, this was written uh, originally by uh, the, the Charles brothers who went on to do Cheers and uh, James Burrow, who's, who also went on to direct uh, direct a ton of TV, including Cheers and uh, a lot of a lot of other wonderful shows, uh, Friends and some other things. But just a what a cast you know you got you got danny devito can i interest you in in the, the amazing immensely talented christopher lloyd chewing scenery like like pac-man whenever he enters uh if you guys want to get lost in a rabbit trail for a while do some research on andy kaufman who is just wow. the most yeah. enigmatic character i, I just a, what a, what a interesting i i'm, I'm just going to use the word interesting human being and you can watch the 1999 movie uh, Man on the Moon with uh, Jim Carrey portraying the role, uh, which also renewed my love for Taxi because they the, they get a bunch of the actors from the movie when I, I saw that in the theaters. And I had, I went home and I, I started buying Taxi on DVD and watch it all over again. <laughs> so uh, I think this one holds up pretty well, like as far as like it, it's an entertaining show. The first four seasons you can find on Paramount Plus, uh, although it did switch from CBS to NBC in the fifth season. Uh, and Peacock does not carry the fifth season, so the fifth <laughs> season just doesn't exist. So that's all right. Uh, but J Judd Hirsch, Mary Lou Henner, uh, Tony Danza, who's the boss? Forget about it. Uh, thank you very much. The, the Lock, uh, Carol Kane, uh, Rhea Perlman makes a lot of appearances. It's it's a great show. Uh, if you're ever feeling a little bit nostalgic and you and you end up with a little Paramount Plus action. I highly recommend checking it out, but maybe, you know, skip around. But season two is when uh, Christopher Lloyd becomes a regular and he is, oh, he is amazing. He's always, <laughs> whoa, 
Reverend Jim Blasky, and he's like, oh my gosh, ah. he's, he's fantastic and just hilarious, and you will laugh. Yes. I promise. I guarantee it. Danny Vito, every time Danny Vito was like, Latka! Latka! Fix a taxi, Latka! Well, that was great. Not, Andy Kaufman, not popular on set? Read about Tony Clifton? Oh my gosh, it's just, it's so bizarre. Just, I, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. Just go read it. I biography on him and it's unbelievable watching some of the stuff that he did like there's a special that he did a lot of that stuff is nuts <laughs> yeah. and it's so and sad you know he died so young uh yeah. really really disappointing but yeah I never right, saw this show. Never oh saw bro this show. do yourself a favor check do it yourself. out put it, it you know, put it in the queue i know you're i know you're you just bought hulu so i know you're catching up on a lot of stuff but. Hulu and this, Apple. And this Hulu. used to be on Hulu. You could have watched it on Hulu, but you blew it. You kept telling me to buy Hulu, so I got Hulu. I know, but I'm just saying, if you'd gotten Hulu when I first told you to get Hulu, you could have watched Taxi on Hulu. Anyway, good stuff. <laughs> All, right. All right, bro. What's what's your number one? Drop it on. Number ones. I... No, these are number ones. Either one of you have. Because hmm. I think I know what both of you are. Why don't you tell us what our number one my number one. I'll I'll predict <laughs> you guys' number ones when it's turn dog on it. My number one is just feels so 80s. It feels like such an 80s show. And I remember this was one that I actually remember watching with my family. The other ones I feel like I, I kind of stumbled upon. But this one I actually remember watching as a family. And this was a cultural phenomenon and that is alf <laughs> and i remember it's a cultural phenomenon i thought it was gonna be mr belvedere but but alf's good too. Oh, okay i i actually had mr belvedere as my number three i so i'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt you real quick but the days before the internet when everyone thought marilyn manson was the kid from mr belvedere i don't know how rumors <laughs> spread so far and wide before the internet but my goodness <laughs> that was such a classic wesley <laughs> but yeah but I'm alf alf man kid. we've we've got we've got this muppet he's 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 an alien from outer space and he crashes in this family's home and then just lives there and he wants to eat huh. their cat all the time and there's hijinks that ensue because you've got this Furry puppet alien living with. Oh, it was funny. I I'm pretty sure I had an Alf like stuffed animal. This, this Alf was cool, and it's 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 wild how how popular this little puppet guy was. He was cute. This was great. I don't. I have no idea when this started. I have no idea when it ended. I don't know how long it went on for. I know that it was really popular though. So, <laughs> yeah. But it, I don't yeah. know if it was one of those like ah oh, we got like. Three seasons. It was like eight, I think eighty six to nineteen ninety. Okay. This show is I... famous for for the finale. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. We'll talk about the finale here in a second. The finale. Oh yes, the finale, which like they like the ultimate cliffhanger, and then he gets abducted, and they like by the government, and then they take him away, and then we just never know what happens. Sorry if that's the end a spoiler. Of if anybody was saw our episode, like I need to go watch this. 
No, if anything, it, it saves them the trouble. Don't if you watch the out for some reason. I don't know if it exists anywhere, but don't watch the finale. Don't don't watch the beloved alien be be taken away by the government only to I'm sure be dissected, uh, <laughs> hanging then, in an Area 51 museum or basement somewhere. Yeah, and then the show's just done. Like it's just, it just never over. comes back. Never comes back. Oh man. <laughs> I, wasn't there like a special that they did that, that that like he like he was playing cards the entire time and then he finally decides to escape or something like that and he gets back? I could have sworn there was something like that. Oh, Maybe. I don't know. I, I think the car, there was a cartoon. I think that de- debuted after this, right? It was a cartoon. I know that. What a, what a what a strange show. I like Willie. Oh no! I guess the, the the cartoon was eighty-seven to eighty-nine, so it was in the middle of that. Okay. Ah. Oh. Gordon Shumway is from outer space, but there ain't no one like you in the Mamakian race. And I think he played the saxophone, didn't he? Oh yeah. No, Alf was oh, very talented. Alf was very. Trem- very, very I haven't very seen I haven't seen him in a lot of things lately, but a, but a very very talented actor. I hope he got work. He had a very unique look. <laughs> So there you go. There's my number one, Alf. That's I have no idea if it's streaming anywhere. (laughs) All right. Tudong, what's your number one, man? Why don't you tell me what you think my number one is? Oh, that's right. I was going to do that. Your number one is Cheers. <laughs> but let me tell you something, Brode. Let I me tell about you. Cheers. You forgot you about right. Cheers. <laughs> it is Cheers. Oh, <laughs> Did you really forget about Cheers, Charlie? How'd you forget oh, Cheers? This is embarrassing. All right, I got a you fraudulent got... number one. Let's let's go ahead and do yours. <laughs> 1982 to 1993. You got Ted Danson, Rhea Perlman. We just heard about from Taxi. Uh, John Ratzenberger from uh, a, 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 every single, uh, well, not DreamWorks, but Pixar movie. Pixar. George Went, Kelsey Grammer, season three. Uh, I love them. Like that guy I still do. Woody Harrelson, Kirstie Alley, Shelley Long, Baby Newworth, Nicholas uh, Colasanto, who was also in Raging Bully, passed away uh, sadly by, yeah. by, by, by season four. No, 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 season five, because Woody was introduced in season five. That's right. Yeah, so lowly bar ten, lowly bar, lowly bartender meets a uh, quote unquote uh, pseudo intellectual, and uh, there's a cast of wacky characters. It scored like dead last when it debuted, and then it shot up to number one like a phoenix from the flames of of disaster. Uh, this is one of those, and for some reason, it's only up to season four on Ch- on Hulu right now. There, I, I don't know why they did that, but. Is it is it on Peacock? Is that is that what they did? Did they take some of it to Peacock? Anyways, the point is, I'll bing it, bing it, bing it, bro. I'll bing it. Jeez. Fantastic show, fantastic cast, fantastic writing, especially in the sense that it went for eleven seasons and then it went, uh, wow, and then Frasier went for eleven more. And I mean, you've got, and they also were in Frasier, of course, um, you know, at different, different times and different, um, you know, seasons. Uh, but this is definitely one that is, uh, we like the whole thing we had watched, like when it first even started uh, to when Frasier got there in season three, I, I still remember, like, I, I know I said this when I, when I did the Frasier one, but being in the same room and thinking back to when I was a kid 
seeing him in season three, that was like 85. Jeez, that was so long ago. <laughs> I'm in third grade or something like that. And I'm watching this and I'm remembering that when I see him and I'm like, we're in technically the same room because he's on the stage. It brings you back to that kind of thing. It's touching and it is funny and it is like all sorts of different um, shenanigans and different sometimes the will they won't they can get a little it's definitely no longer one of those like sam malone's hey you know what he evolved as a character and he started off as a, always a good friend but not exactly very good to women and he evolved um but before that it was the 80s and apparently it was okay for some reason and you watch it and sometimes you're like what happened but yeah you know what a lot of the times People learn lessons. So it's not just for anything's sake. You you learn and you grow and you 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 know, you, hopefully you change for the better. I don't know. Everybody knows your name and and uh you know, sometimes you want to go. Where so you, all but... all eleven seasons are on Peacock. Really? Exactly. Gotta get Peacock, Tudong. Uh well Peacock Peacock's free, uh if you don't mind some ads, uh or you can I... upgrade to the premium for like think like five bucks. Uh, talk talk punch brought to you by peacock uh, so <laughs> all right well shamefully brody would go okay. ahead and pull up my number one okay well i gotta guess it okay so when did cheers end uh 90 93 and cheers would, charlie charlie Ooh. cheers would have been my guess for your number. cheers isn't your number well just just pull it you're not gonna guess it was it, is it Frasier? Did Frasier start in the 80s? No, no, no. That, that was in the 90s. 90s. I think it's Three's Company. Yeah, you, you're not, you guys aren't going to get it. My number one is Cheers. Um, oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. Ah, a misdirection. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> you can't do that to me. You make me look like a dummy. <laughs> no, you're smart. You already guessed it. I just I wanted to create false suspense. Uh <laughs> Love, love, uh, love. Cheers, love. Cheers. I can never forget about Cheers because it's uh, there's a there's a sensation that happens when I see an episode. Regardless of the quality of the episode, regardless of what episode it is, there's like a time capsule effect when an episode of Cheers is on, whether I'm watching it like like watching it or just it's on in a background somewhere, where I just I get feelings of like a simple time of my childhood, and I I didn't have a very simple childhood, but there was a pocket, there was a pocket where things were kind of simple. And 83, 84, 85, there was a little pocket. Uh, a fresh young family moved from Hawaii out to, to the mainland here in California. And boy, did my, boy, did my parents like some cheers. And so uh, it was simpler times. And so I, I, I just have like a, there's a deep nostalgic connection to the show. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and at different phases of my life, I've, I've made it a point to sit people down and show them DVDs and, you know, watch watch episodes with this. My my wife has watched through I think all eleven seasons. What a trooper! Um, and in the history, you know, in the course of our relationship, because she loved it. She she watched it even without me. It was great. I, I think she's if she's watching this, she can fact check me later. But uh, you know, and I I picked this particular gif because uh, Kirstie Alley passed away today. Uh, what I saw she, uh, she died uh, from cancer. Um, so she uh, suddenly she's seventy one, seventy one years young and passed away. So. Uh, just an extra kind of poignant um, exclamation point at the end of this particular uh, episode. I, uh, she was uh, obviously, a, 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 I think, a terrific replacement for Shelley Long. Uh, and just yeah. what, a, what a hard, 
kind of coming in with all the Sam and Diane and just like the kind of cultural touchstone that became uh, for her to be able to come in and just create a carve out a completely unique role for herself and divide. It's like a people who argue Van Halen singers, you know, David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar or, you know, there's like different two different versions of the same thing with the different kind of these leading ladies and how they kind of created a different feel for the show. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was a, a really well done show. And I think like for, for a show that existed at the time period that it existed, there's some pretty enlightened episodes. Uh, I think that still kind of hold up pretty well. Uh, and it was almost canceled. It, we, there's an alternate universe, alternate universe where Frasier doesn't exist, where Cheers mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Like I, I ran one, the, the first season, it was not a success. Yeah. Low ratings. Brandon Tartikoff, the head of the network, was like a champion of the show. He thought it was great. He, he pushed, let's keep it on. And the audience just grew and grew and it turned into a juggernaut uh, to the point where they wanted to, Ted Danson was like, I'm on out after season 11. And they wanted to keep it going with Woody running yeah. the bar. And, and, you know, Woody Harrelson's mm-hmm. like, nah, nah. <laughs> so they ended the show, ended the show then. Two, two incredibly successful spinoffs. Uh, one with Frasier and then the other, the Tortellis, which ran a total of 13 episodes in 1986. Nope. <laughs> Wings was a spinoff, right? Yeah, it wasn't a spinoff. It just had they, they just it existed in the same universe, so it was like. A, but yeah, it, they had uh, they had characters uh, show up and and do different things on Wings. Wings was a fun show too. But anyway, great show. Uh, definitely worth definitely worth watching. If if you're like Brody and you're thinking, man, I don't want to look. I can't commit to eleven seasons of a television show. You can look up a best a season, you can, Charlie. You can look up a best episode guide, walk your way through, like, a, I'm sure there's a nice 10 to 15, 20 episodes. You could look up the 20 greatest Cheers episodes of all time. If you can't find anything or you just don't trust the internet, come to us. I will curate for you the 20 best episodes of Cheers to get you started. Um, and that is my solemn oath to you. Just leave it in the comments if you, if you, if you just want to get started, but you're not sure where. Cheers. Wherever. Greatest theme song of all time, by the way. I will not. There's no debate. Fact, Honorable right? Side Three's Company. Or Three's Company's Company. a terrible theme song. No, 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 no. Not the theme song. I almost, I was going to put Three's Company on my list. That oh, was going to be, sure. although I did talk about miscommunications, uh, misunderstandings in the uh, yeah. one of our past episodes. And I was like, maybe it'd be ironic if I did that. But these other ones kind of won out. But I got to say, Three's Company, like when Brody, when you mentioned Jack Tripper, I was like, yeah, that's that's the stuff. Have either of you guys ever watched an episode of something called It's uh, the Gary Shanley Show? Uh, it was like ran like five yeah. seasons, I think. It, I, yeah. I can barely remember the show. It doesn't exist on any streaming network, but I have every word of the theme song memorized. Like a lot of 80s TV shows, I have the theme songs ping-ponging around in my brain mm. because music just really stuck in my mind as a kid. But it is the one of the most catchy, and the whole, like, this is the theme to Gary's show, the opening theme to Gary's show. Gary called me up and asked if I would write the theme song. It's almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? And the whole thing was just like... <laughs> It's such a weird like and the whole show is where they broke they're breaking the fourth wall they're like making fun of the set because it's like flimsy pieces of like cardboard and stuff like the whole thing was just such a weird and and i can't remember what what is real and like what my brain is just like <laughs> fill, you know, like filling in gaps they did it they did an episode where they were doing like alliteration it was like nine g words in a row and i and i feel like that existed but I don't know if it existed. But then I have a memory of me as a kid trying to figure out the longest yeah. sentences I could do in a row with G words. I, I don't know. 
But if anybody has access to the Gary Shanley show out there, drop us a link. Send it over. I don't know. I don't think it exists. I think it's wiped from the face of the earth. But Gary Shanley's a national treasure, and and I think I I would like to watch that again to see what the what what is real and what is my brain invented. I watch that. That's We're almost to the part where I start to whistle, and we'll watch this <laughs> Gary Shanley show. All right. You guys have anything else to add to this? We went a little bit longer on. Well, we have nostalgia for it, bro, and even you do. <laughs> well, you don't have to be a child of the 80s, the 90s, or the 2000s to know how to hit that like and subscribe button. It's an all-ages, all-access pass to more content. Right below here, you can find more videos like this. Come on some nostalgic journeys with your friends at Talk Talk Bunch. Make sure you do click that like and subscribe below that beautiful beard, and we will look forward to seeing you next time. And if there was a list of our top favorite audience members, you would be number one. All right. Later. <laughs>